This podcast was brought to you by the GGC Shrub Department. Quality guaranteed. Hi, I'm Shannon the Garden Girl from Georgina Garden Center. Welcome back to our podcast. And as always, I am here with Katie. Oh, good morning. And Katie just had a birthday this week. Oh. You're so and sneaky. And I have a present for you. Oh, you're so sneaky. I know. Aw. I didn't wrap it, though. But just so you know, the, the present she gave me is the best tea in the world, that dandelion caramel nut. The one that Shannon was <laughs> drinking like no one's business, although allergic to nuts, because she just didn't feel like reading the rest of the name <laughs> of the tea. So not only is this tea delicious, I get a chuckle every single time I have a tea of it. Uh. I thought you'd like that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're all getting it older. It was delicious. It's true. It's uh, It tastes like caramel nut. You've already gone through a couple of the boxes of them too anyways. Yeah. So you bought some on your own, right? I was planning on actually going there after here today. So, And that can that's a deep wormhole, that store. You it can is. You go in there and... Oh my and gosh, Yes. You're like, yes, I I do need that yeah. herbal remedy. Yes, of course. I, <laughs> I do need this bottle of that vitamins. Six dollar bag of <laughs> carb free protein <laughs> chips. <laughs> I'll take twelve. <laughs> of course. I did that. And then I was like, hang on a minute. Seven dollars for a bag of chips. <laughs> but you did it anyways. They're delicious. Yes. I feel I'll pay seven dollars to have zero guilt eating a bag of chips. Oh, hundred percent. So this tea is from you. It's Higgins and Burke's Natural. Oh. And I think we've had this one before. No, we have not. This is from... Yeah. Um, how do you say her name? Anina's. Anina's. I always want to say it with an M in there. Amelia. Yeah, something like that. Anina's so Bakery. Yeah. We have not had this tea oh, yet. Oh, yes, because she discontinued the tea you brought. That was banana chocolate. This one smells very much like it. It's tropical honey coconut Oolong. Oolong. We put Oolong. we picked this tea up when we were filming our podcast last yes. there. And we bought this specifically to try for the next one. So neither of us have tried this tea. It's very, very perfumey. It smells like a beach. It does. It smells like Hawaiian tropic. You didn't cheer, so don't you dare take a sip. <laughs> Bad luck, don't you know? Okay. I have a maple leaf cup. That's funny. It tastes like a beach. I don't find it tastes as perfumey as it smells. It's coconutty. Another great one. You know what I think would be nice with this little this little tea here? Cool, like a cool uh, tea. cinnamon bun. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I was gonna say, like, look at this. Up. She has cinnamon buns that are literally the size <laughs> of a head. No, what flower can we say this is the size of? This is the size of a peony. At least, probably. Just smaller than a, um, what if we just have in bloom? Hibiscus. Oh, the big dinner plate hibiscus. Oh, yeah, so I went early. Actually, <sighs> I made these early for you this morning. Got I'm up early. I'm slaving. I'm still slaving. Slaving over the stove. <laughs> Put it in a nice box <laughs> that, that says so Cobb's nice. bread on it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I recycle. I ate something out of oh, this yeah. box and now I um, This tea would be good chilled with a bit of Malibu rum in it. You don't drink. But I'm a mixologist. Oh, okay. See, I don't like rum, so I couldn't do that. So other good news that I wanted to update everybody with while I take a sip of tea. I really don't know if I like this. I've harvested over, I have harvested over nine tomatoes from my tomato plant. No way. Yes. I am so happy for you. What a, what a success. I am a gardener and I am going to be starting to call myself 
the garden girl number two <laughs> <laughs> or something I yes. gotta work on that yes. but I've been harvesting my tomatoes because it's now the season although it was super dry I have a question some of my tomatoes have like a ring on them like a cracky ring what does that mean they cracked but that's okay it's not through the flesh it's fine it's just on the skin it's fine yeah it's we sometimes weather related water related that kind of thing I'm willing to bet but that those are like those little rings are cries of help for water at some point of their growth stage but they because they how often did you water them never there you go yeah I never watered them I did them as a bit of a test because I feel like nature should be able to handle it <laughs> If it wants to live at my house. <laughs> so I didn't water them. The look I'm giving Katie right now. I started this. See, she hates she hates my style of gardening, which is I have zero style. But they did grow very well. We were fortunate enough to have, I had them in a bit of their partial sun, so they weren't full blasted all the time. And I have, I should have brought you one. Didn't it would have been nice. But I didn't. Yes. My mom, um, well, family grows tomatoes, love them. And I keep getting them, and when they get really, really, really ripe, like too ripe to cut, I make tomato soup. Yes. So good. Yes, because yeah. I was going to say, these ones are pretty ripe, Yeah. but I like when they're like stiff. Yeah. I stem. like a garden tomato. You can pretty much eat at any stage. Make they're just salsa. yummy. I mm -hmm. love the salsa. I love the spicy salsa. Mm -hmm. Speaking of spicy. Do you know what I harvested? You harvested them? Only 11 of them so far. How many did you get? There's We're a, talking about the Reaper. The Reaper. I'm so, every time I even think about it or look at it, I get so much anxiety about this pepper. Do you? I am so worried about eating it. I've, oh, also, I've, everyone needs to know that Katie also suggested maybe I eat the Reaper today. I'm like, um, I'm working today. I'm not eating the Reaper because I don't know what's going to happen. You could have left early. So we'll have to be on one of my days <laughs> off that we try this Reaper thing. We will, but we also have, it's going to be me and you, yeah. and I would really like it if Mike was there. He, I'm not doing it unless he's there. He will come, he said, but he's not being on video and he's not eating it. So he's pretty much going to videotape it for us. He can be the video camera That's fine. man for us. Okay. Because I'm not doing this for no reason. Yeah, he needs I have, to have some possible family members that want to try it as well. And if there's listeners who want to join in in the Reaper eating mm -hmm. contest. Yeah, so I've picked 11 so far. You'll be signing a waiver, but you can come on over to Shannon's house. And <laughs> there's probably another... 15 on there so that's a lot of hot extra hot I didn't tell you this either you'll be so proud of me so I was at um, some families family members house last week and we had a big barbecue and my uncle he likes hot food mm -hmm. so he made he makes a jerk chicken so he made some really hot and then some mild so the really hot has scotch bonnet peppers in it. Ooh, that's an elevated and level. And he makes, it's called hellish relish, and he makes a scotch bonnet, and I ate it. And did you like it? And I liked it. You could handle it. And it was 350,000 Scoville units. You're we halfway there. Uh, no, I'm like a quarter. It's 2.2 million. Ooh. This is only 350,000. Okay, but you ate it and enjoyed I it. I did, and I enjoyed it. And there was, I could actually taste the flavor, which was good. That's what mm -hmm. I was worried about. Scotch but, bonnets are, are strong. Like, I yeah. noticed that they're strong. Habanero's strong. Yeah, but they were good. Um, I have been feeling about these Reaper peppers pretty confident, almost cocky, if you will. No. But then I went to Lone Star the other day, and they have this new 
Diablo. No, it's like something like mm-hmm. that. Tabasco has like a crazy level and it's a million Scoville units. Mm-hmm. So that is halfway there. So I was like, bring it Ooh. on. I love spice, you know, being all like cocky. And they brought it over and I just dumped it on my fajita because I'm course like, you I did. love Tabasco, guys. Watch this. And I, I ate it and it got me pretty good. Like, I thought, this is this in the is, restaurant it got you or later in the restaurant okay like immediately okay like it was it was almost acidic like it burned and i immediately thought of now Shannon's i'm not gonna as, die when she eats her reaper no i thought i'm gonna die now <laughs> when i eat the reaper which means you're gonna die oh i know at I will. the sight of it but, i know i will but yeah it really got me so i i need to train up a bit i'm gonna train like when i picked it i you put my hand inside the plastic bag and like didn't touch them and like, idea. I just so I'm I respect them let's say that we need to figure out like you know having 18 or however many you have more than 18 20 something we need to have a good use for them mm-hmm. we need to figure out a good use mm-hmm. well some are already spoken for okay yeah some people so, are taking some okay yes. but we need to like could you concoct a spray for example that you could use to deter pests out of your garden I don't know, but that's really mean. No, it's not. Reapers are horrible. They're pretty spicy. But, like, you know, I know for you example... You can. Let's say you do it. Owning horses, for example, there's a big market for sprays that you put on stuff, or pet dogs. I don't think I'd put that. I think that would burn anything you put it on. Okay. Too hot? You just had Tabasco <laughs> sauce with only a million Scoville units, like and it was too hot. Like a watered-down version. I, I think you'd make it... I might try it. One of my, one of my horses has no, an issue I'm not giving things. it to you to put on any... you kill them. No. He might like it, actually. I bought this spray the other day called McNasty. I bought him these boots to wear, and he chews them off immediately, and they're very expensive. So I was like, that's it. I'm buying something for him to not chew it. I coated the boots in this spray. Yeah, but it's probably bitter. It's bitter. Yeah, not hot. But they also said put some cayenne pepper involved, and I did. Yeah, but cayenne's way down the Scoville units. You're not having... I am not... For the record, everyone, Katie's not having a full reaper to herself. Yeah, it's probably for the better. Like... <laughs> because I'd be like, and this is our new tea for next week, Shannon. <laughs> Have a sip. As I'm boiling it, my eyes are like <laughs> bawling. All right. So we got to talk about fall because it's mm-hmm. happening all around us. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't love fall? We love fall. It's mm-hmm. so exciting. And when I walked in the garden center this morning, I was greeted by the largest purple mum I've they're ever massive. seen. And they're perfect. Yeah. They're perfect. How can something bloom so big yeah, and so it's perfectly round? Just how they do it. Oh. So what else do you have going on in here that's screaming fall? We have pumpkins, mums, fall planters, straw, corns, anything to decorate your right. porch or whatever with your front also door. Also love the video of the careful hand selection of the of the straw bales. Do you like that? Yes. yes. GGC only provides the very best. <laughs> that was Which fun. means staff have to climb up to extra high yes. levels and sort through, through straw. Yes. The other interesting thing about the pumpkins and the mums you just mentioned, we did a Facebook poll a couple weeks ago about what is your fall staple and i i like yeah. asked people do you want it was pumpkins. pumpkin or mums definitely pumpkins no it was mums no it was pumpkins wasn't it no mums <gasps> wow i was thinking it was going to yeah. be pumpkins cuz i was maybe like, the point i looked at it it was still pumpkins but and mums, maybe the point mums i looked must at it. have we should probably at the check end. because i uh, 
last I looked, it was mums, and I was actually quite proud that people picked mums over the obvious selection of pumpkin. Shannon's logging into the interweb right now to confirm. So you've got corn stalks, you've got straw bales, you have obviously mums, and we yep. have there's we have planters that have already been made up with a bit of everything in there. Yes, and we have mums with like a flower arrangement in yes. them as well. Or the lovely grass coming mm -hmm. out. What's that, what kind of grass is that? Purple fountain grass. Purple fountain. And yes. couldn't be any more obvious. That's what it's called. It looks like a purple fountain. <laughs> You're learning, Katie. I am. You're learning. Um, so I did get an inaugural. I don't know if you guys have noticed that in the videos that Shannon has been putting up, uh, she has been wearing the brand new branded t-shirt. Hashtag, hashtag garden, girl. garden girl. Everybody's got a little garden girl in them. <laughs> and she's... She's honored me with one. I'd like to say it was her birthday present, but I kind of told her before her birthday she could have one, so can't really say it's her birthday present. <laughs> That's fine. Um, it was a pole, and it was sort of a few weeks ago. I would say two. The computer is very slow loading today, um, but we also have lots of fall. There it is. Yes. Mums, wow. 67% of you said mums versus 33, obviously 33, for pumpkins. Wow. What a, what a sophisticated I like it, group. I like that, though. I like Very that. Nice. What a dainty, sophisticated group. Yes, I like it. It's a good thing you said mums because there's a million mums downstairs. Yep. Beautiful. They are. All different colors. The one that we put in the picture is the, the rainbow one that has all yes, the different the ones in it. Mm -hmm. But I think I like a solid <clears throat> color. I, think I do, too. I think in fashion right now, burgundy is a really big color for fall. It's such a folly color, like that and the orange, like the burnt orange. Mm -hmm. They just scream fall. Yeah, so I think right now, burgundy is number mm -hmm. one for me. So we have lots of shrubs, though, too, that have really nice fall color. Mm -hmm. um, we have, and bonus, most of them are on sale. Yes. And second bonus, fall is pretty much the best time of year to plant. I learned Trees this. and shrubs. Because... Overwintering, they establish much better than buying something in the spring. If you're thinking about putting something in your garden, you're like, yeah, next spring I want to add this little shrub. It'll just be so junior through the whole season. So if you start now, put that guy in, you're A, going to get it cheaper, mm -hmm. for one. For two, it establishes better. Mm -hmm. You were Because it's me. going into dormancy now, so you're not interrupting oh. its cycle as much. So you put it in now and it kind of takes hold and it's not hot and stressed because of the oh. heat. And then it wakes up normally as it would in the spring, but it's already in its spot. So you're not disrupting its cycle. And we kind of are having a little bit more water, rain right yes, now, which is helps. nice. But rain's not always a gauge, so you always have to check to water. And how, how long would you water a new shrub that you've planted into the season? How, uh, until the ground freezes. Right up to the ground. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So a lot of people will turn their water off, say, the end of September, October, kind of when they're doing their fall cleanup. And then they forget to water everything. And if we don't get a freeze up till December, that's a while with sunshine and stuff without getting any water. So you do want to keep watering On your sunny plants. days. It's not like an everyday summer water. No, no. no it's not like, yeah. Just in the summer, monitor. you'd be doing it every day. In the fall, you're just kind of yeah, going out and check. But make sure the more water goes into the winter, the better. The more chance of survival. That sounds like a good idea. And I also have a list here of shrubs that have fantastic fall color. Um, we have Amir maples. I always say Amir. Could, I could be pronouncing it wrong. That's always how I've said it. It's A-M-U-R, maple. This might be French, Amour. I, I could be. Yeah. And I'm, Amour. Yeah. Who knows? So 
gorgeous fall color and it's like a mini maple so it only grow 10 feet tall type thing always stay that size yeah okay. and it's more bushy than tree but it has maple like oh. mini maple leaves they're really oh, cute. cute um fragrant sumac those you'll see a lot in like parking lot gardens like say zares things like that like those type of places you'll see the fragrant yeah. sumac they grow low they have a neat colored leaf and they just have gorgeous fall color Burning bush, typical. Love Everyone knows that bush. one. Smoke bush, gorgeous fall colors. Even normally, better. Yeah, and it's normally purple throughout the season, but it still gets some really cool fall color on it. It's a nice illusion, too. Like mm -hmm. a smoke bush in the middle of your garden, you think... You like your smoke bush. I don't have it anymore. At your other house. Mm -hmm. That's right. But it almost looks like, even if you're driving down the road and someone has one in their garden, mm -hmm. you look twice. Because yes. it's almost, it looks blurry. Yeah. And you look, oh, and then you look, oh, that's it is a cool. whole plant. Um, hydrangeas. Believe it or not, they have really good fall color. Well, the uh, vanilla, strawberry vanilla hydrangeas that are out front look incredible. They're so gorgeous. They're in their next stage of like really dark pink mm -hmm. color right now. Um, oaks, autumn blaze maples, hookras, echinacea, black eyed Susans. Oh, yeah, black eyed Susans. We talked mm -hmm. about that the other day or on social media mm -hmm. a couple of days ago. Um, you guys posted the picture of the door setup that you guys mm -hmm. have with all the echinacea and black-eyed susans. Those look so nice. Yes, the yellow pops. Yes. And how long do black-eyed susans look like that for? They usually start blooming in July and go right through to frost. So they're, they're a yeah. Long... Same with echinacea. Oh, nice. Yes, they're both very long blooming perennials. Um, you have your autumn joy sedum, which are they're kind of like succulenty. They're taller. They have the big pad of pink little flowers oh yeah and um like a blood grass or something like that some of the perennial grasses the later yeah. into the season cooler gets the brighter the colors get i know you have that purple fountain grass in the planters mm -hmm. can you is that a perennial no it's, it's not an annual oh it is we're too far north for it to be a okay it annual warmer for that. right is there a grass that sort of mimics that style the closest would be it's not exact but the closest would be would be a blood grass or like a flame grass type thing and they come out green and progressively turn the red or purpley color mm -hmm. but it's still nothing like a purple fountain grass but do people ever buy mums and plant them in their garden some people do yeah and not in a planter some people do back in the day people used to we also probably got frost a lot earlier but people actually took all their annuals out of their bed and plant with mums that's just what they did like oh people would buy a ton of mums yeah full refresh yeah and if you want them to come back, they will. Like they're perennial. Yeah, put them in the garden. They'll come back up next year. You have to prune, um, clip them back a couple of times. Otherwise, they kind of get tall and leggy. But they will. Like your fall garden mum is a perennial. Will come back. It's always sold as an annual because most people just put them in planters or keep them in the pot and then throw them out. It's not treated as a perennial. Yeah. But it will come back. Um, interesting. Another really nice fall colored plant we have down there is a henry sweetspire it a is <laughs> so pretty like i th most of us here think it's one of the nicest what does it look like show me fall colored shrubs like even better than like a burning bush henry sweetspire yep. that's a, such a good name it sounds like a character out of a novel and they get um like little white oh. things of flowers let's see look at the fall color it looks like cattails hanging the out of flowers, the flowers the little flowers do yeah you get them in the, earlier in the season but the color on them is anywhere from like a burgundy and then red orange yellow they're just they're gorgeous that's the right leaves there. that are changing that color yeah. not the, the flowers no because the flower there. it only flowers in the spring like most like, okay or 
early summer like most shrubs do have the yeah. flower in town and that's it but very pretty like look at that color is that nice mm -hmm. as you can tell we're googling as we always do but we do podcasts. because i have no idea ever what she's talking about yeah. and it's nice for me pretty? to be able to narrate what it looks like mm -hmm. it literally is a very deep red mm -hmm. with some bright like i guess highlights throughout yeah. it hmm. that's an interesting plant mm -hmm. looks pretty cool in the summer with those tails and then mm -hmm. just you wait until the fall it's got another round of show for you yeah exactly i like it well, I need to get my fall shopping started because I yes. haven't bought anything yet for fall. Can't believe it. <laughs> the plants are like, rejoice, she hasn't bought us to kill us yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good news. Let's see you guys. This podcast was brought to you by the GGC Shrub Department. Quality guaranteed.